The Fantasy Football Heroes and Villains podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Circa Sports. Circa Sports is back with their Circa Survivor and Circa Millions contests. $14 million is up for grabs. Get all the details at circasports.com. DGENs assemble. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Heroes and Villains. I am your host, Justin Bruni. Joining me as always is Mr. Andrew, the TD King, Rob. And our very special guest this evening is one half of the SGPN leadership, our boss and leader, Ryan Real Money Kramer. What's happening, Crame? Dog. I, I will say I'm very hyped. The music has me ready to go. Music's oh, okay. flowing. Uh, yes, it's one of our lower toned ones. You know, we 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 got we got oh. the hype over here at the network, though. You know, we 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 ride we ride with it. We're we're doing good. How are you, sir? How's uh, how things on the on the West Coast? Oh, West Coast? I mean, uh, excellent. I'm getting ready to get off the grid for my final uh, summer vacation, and then back to the grind. I'm exactly at 52 drafts. So okay, I'm right. trying to pace myself responsibly. Unlike someone here, uh, <laughs> this way, not me. Uh, but good. yeah, and, and by the way, thanks for using the smoothie in the uh, the thumbnail. It is imp- it's important to to practice good smoothie health. I know you'll be out in Vegas with me, Andrew, this uh, this fall for the FFPC proceedings, and uh, there will be multiple smoothies a day. So I appreciate you Ooh. representing me that way. I do oh. love a smoothie, so uh, you you have to show me the way. Always have to stay on brand. Always have to stay on brand. <laughs> Tonight, we are going to be doing a best ball mania draft. I am approaching draft number 90, but once you get to 90, guys, I mean, whew, not not too much left to go here. But that's how you get bullish on guys like you know Alvin Kamara, who is about to climb and jump quite a bit. Our boy Deontay Johnson, he's been soaring up, soaring up the board as well. I think he's up four spots at the uh, wide receiver ranking as well. So we got a lot going on, a lot of movement, a lot of shaking in the best ball streets. Uh, we're ready to get to it here, boss. You want to peek your head in the uh, in the in the draft room here? All right, I'm going to go in. I am going to wear – oh, no, get out. Get out, Ryan. Oh, I'm not in. No, no. no. <laughs> we're waiting on you. I told oh, you it was going to no. happen. So uh, there is one spot left, so we'll give it a couple minutes. Okay. Uh, I see the chat. The chat's on fire already. Uh People, people not liking Sean's top every year. People don't don't like Sean's <laughs> fantasy takes. And I will say, excited to get together with y'all at the expo here in a couple weeks because you want to talk about a crowd that doesn't enjoy our uh, our takes on fantasy football. We we went up there and we're just telling people consistently. Look, look Zeke is not draftable. This was a couple years ago, like mid right. and the. These people were very upset with us, told us we weren't taking the, the expo seriously. <laughs> just be careful. Just be careful with any sort of hot take you have because the, uh, you know, the laser beams will be full focused. Can we get like a, a big like jumbotron and maybe just play the tight ends episode on that? 
I, can you imagine one of these spreadsheet guys trying to explain to Sean the, just the, the, the sheer lack of volume that Chig will have? Yeah, no, I, I, I think it's a great idea. You're talking to Chig guys. Like, like we yeah, might so well I love the- Chig. I think you're talking about the, the, the Taysom Hill love that oh. Sean has. Uh, see, I'm a- oh, no, 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 no. I, the, the, the Chig love is, is a little out of control. Number three, oh, number three is out of control. Like, I mean, hey, like top he 10. He finished at eight, six last year. I, three's out of control. Four and is for as much as Sean will tell you he uh, he hates Florio and his takes, he is the Florio of top 10 fantasy lists. All right, I'm going to poke my head back in. Let's see what we got. Oh, my God. No, no. All right, well, I'll yeah, be – get out. I'll be – I'll no, I'm drafting two teams. I was the last one that time. Damn. Damn. All right, so, so now we no, get that's it. all right. We got so – lucky, l- lucky number three. I, not to not to yeah so we're all getting in now uh not yep. to tout Let's myself go. but i will in? Be in, i will be yep. in the bare yep. yep we're at 10 people nine people all right we're good all right, i will in. be in the bare knuckle uh ffpc challenge after thursday night football 28 rounds it includes nice. kickers and defenses but horrible and no notes you're not allowed to do like zero notes the board is the only <sighs> note so, That's th- those are my favorite drafts, though. I mean, don't get me don't get me wrong. Not a kicker, not a defense guy. It's very 1994 wow. of them. But going in, no board, no rankings, no laptops. Give me a drink, give me a cigar. Let's ride. Like that's just just fun. Like that's a good time. Well, and and you know, some of us have been training. Not everyone. So I figure some people out there, not not in the streets, is hard. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. Yeah. All in all, I think I'm up to. I think it's well over 120 now. I have 30. This will be 89, 90 with a with a poodle, and then one weekly winner and five super flex. God dang, son. Did you guys yeah. do the bulldog? Uh, I think one, maybe. Like yeah. One. I did not. Let me actually pull up my This is up. draft 50 for me, and I'm currently in three slow drafts. I felt like putting myself in the $100. What's that? The bulldog, is that a $100 one? That was the five hundred dollar one. I've spent five hundred dollars much more economically. <laughs> no, I, I did. I, I also um, I did the two left. I max entered the I max entered the Dalmatian two, which was a three max. Okay, okay. About, yeah, hundred and one dollar. Yep. And then I I did a this the ten dollar single golden I did as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then yeah, one in the bulldog, which by not no surprise, it's a Dan Jones uh, Herbert <laughs> team. So what's your what's oh, your exposure right terrible. now? Is it is it above seventy five percent? Let me. Uh, I don't want to lie. Don't 75, lie. 75.9. Damn, right on the nose. Nice work. Right on the nose. I was sniffing it out at about eighty percent. Those, those numbers have come down a little bit. That'll work out for you if they somehow magically uh, throw some sort of uh, great deal at a uh, Hopkins. That would Coming be nice. in as the dark horse. Ooh, Kramer at the two. I'm at the 12. The king at the six. Let's see any Ooh, friends or family uh, I, I in see, here. Uh, oh, man, you skipped right over Team Ramrod. He's in the three spot. He is in the three spot. He, Ramrod, he told well me done. He, well he done getting a, in this. He started a new job, and uh, he's, he's been getting up early. So when I called him today and said, hey, man, we're doing a draft, <laughs> he said, nah, it's cool. I, I, I'm going to be in bed. I was like, oh, okay, well, we're doing it with Kramer. He's like, well, it, it, I mean, if Kramer's here, maybe I'll join. So, <laughs> Kramer, o- only you can bring in. Oh, well. uh, you know, I don't mind being the pretty girl. <laughs> All right, see, we got, uh, we're getting uh, going here. Friend. 
I see our friend Davis in the chat. Uh, for everyone who's in here after our show is over, Davis and Hope do the road to 150. So if you want to be a DGen and do another draft after this, switch over to uh, their YouTube page, which is uh, at Hope Bishop. So uh, make sure you get at them. Is Toby Gerhardt in the XFL? Did, did he make it a, a, a name over there or what? Toby Gerhardt. <laughs> that, I mean, how many years ago was he playing? It's been a minute, yeah. So I was wondering, you know, where where the reference is there. But is he like playing like uh, like street ping pong somewhere? That you know, he's definitely playing pickleball. That's what everyone who failed in the sport they were doing is doing now. No, no offense, pickleball. I'm just saying that's what a lot of that's basically. Have you played pickleball yet? Uh, yeah, I played pickleball. I'm a failed failed athlete as well, dude. I mean, it's fun. My hand up. I played. I played collegiate rugby. And I no longer play a sport. Uh, I barely coach a sport. So, yeah, I even fun I fact, I was, tra- a sport. I was training my kids and I popped my hamstring a couple of weeks ago. So I'm, I'm I, first time I'm publicly speaking about it because I didn't want to create any <laughs> excuses for the expo. If there's any I don't want to hear any excuses at the expo. I, there, right? will no, there will be no excuses. Uh, 15 miles of backpacking is going to happen over the next couple of days. So, uh, wow, I'm, I'm checking in with the hamstring. We'll see how so- that if, if you guys haven't been on the socials, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, you know, entered fatherhood. I'm in the, in the girl oh, dad yeah. club. And while I'm not backpacking 15 miles, you know, up a mountain, I am going up 15 miles up and down my townhouse, you know, to, to help out the, <laughs> uh, help out the wife. So 15 that, miles Kramer, that's, training. that's pretty good. I, I, and you said that that's what over two or three days. It's, it's really just an out and back. We'll be hanging we'll be camped out for a couple of days at the same location. Yep. So it's a seven and a half mile in and out. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I said we. I used to do a lot of hiking on the Appalachian Trail up here and uh, do some do some uh, some camping along the trail as well. But I mean, the most we ever did was six in, six out, so twelve in in twenty four hour stretch. And the trick is, what we got all the like we have three days of food, so we're we're coming well, nice. We're coming in we, hot. A lot of bacon we or what? Went, like, what, do, what do you bring on that trip? All MREs, oh. all dry food. So oh, there you go. That's an easier pack. All dehydrated. Yeah, we once carried a full cooler full of beer and ice four miles back on the abolition trail which if people haven't been on that is extremely rocky uh so yeah yeah you want to talk about a bunch of degenerates willing to carry this thing four miles back every it's funny i i have memories and it, it seemed like every backpacking trip we went on at some point someone's dad pulled out a six pack of beer and they anchored it in a river and it, like looking back, those packs were metal framed, like not nice, you know, not light at all. And there was always a six pack of beer that came out and was getting cooled off in some mountain water. Absolutely phenomenal athletic achievements. Jesus. Damn, that's rough, Jake. That's rough. It makes me not want to pick up pickleball. I play hockey, so I don't I mean, I don't want to test it. But I haven't played pickleball since I was like in, legit in high school. And Man, then it's fun. It came back. Like people are talking about it all the time in social media and huge, you know, how the the war against pickleball and all this. I'm just like, man, I mean, I would play it. Like I don't play it anymore. It's a fun game for a kid, fun game for a senior citizen. So I mean I will say that the the nightmare for any like rec league adult athlete is tearing your ACL. Yes. Then you have to explain that you tore your ACL doing some recreational activity. And you'll maybe even try to say things like I've heard a lot of people say they're semi-pro in pickleball now, which is just a way to say that you are you play pickleball a lot and you get hurt and you need an excuse as to why you got hurt. Mm -hmm. Well, that feels like saying like you're a semi-professional like cornhole. Like, yeah, I haven't made it on ESPN yet, but like you know, me me backyard and a couple of brews, like it just you know endless, just under. Yeah, 
Yeah, that was the part of PE that was like uh, lifelong sports. Like archery was also like the chapter after that. You know, yes. we were you know hitting targets and, and whatnot. So bowling, I believe, another lifelong sport. You can play it at any age. You know. Yeah, they book ended by pickleball. They stopped archery at our high school once we realized that it was much more fun to shoot it, the arrow in the air and see if it was going to hit somebody. They yeah, they quickly yeah. stopped that. Yeah. No, uh, not my PE teacher. The guy that was like <laughs> running that was like a, like a premium like deer hunter at, at our school. He was he was all, you know, he was all serious. It was all business. You, so, you try so, something like that, you're not going to pass driver's ed, which he also taught. Who snaked T Higgins for me? That that wasn't that wasn't an optimal strategy. You're 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 all in on that stack, or I mean, if you did that, would you also go with Burrow too? I've been getting some naked Burrow recently. No, I would never take. I, yeah, I would. I don't think I'd ever. I don't think I would take naked Burrow. That doesn't seem like optimal strategy. Per, partial nudity, Burrow. I mean, I feel pretty good about it. I mean, he <laughs> looked at track. Nudity. He was at that white party. I saw the way that he was. He was putting himself out there with some. It was almost like a fishnet, but it was white fishnet. It was, I mean, okay. honestly, I'm surprised he didn't catch more flack. I have a picture saved that I plan on using in the when the season comes. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, oh man, this is an interesting. All right, so I have Jamar Chase, Chris Olave. Uh, I was kind of thinking about just going. You know what? Let's do it. Let's see it. Whoa. Okay. 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 That's a little bit up there. I feel. Uh, well, I'm high on the Chargers. I I really like the way the Charger build pairs with a eh, like a houston build or one of these kind of depressed quarterback all mm -hmm. the targets down there and and frankly i i'm i've i'm i'm fully committed on the fact that i think i mean everything is trending in the right direction from pace to like everyone's talking about how the a dot's gonna improve with kellen moore and they mm -hmm. have all these weapons i mean keenan allen's a stud and I, you can probably get him towards the end of this third round that's mostly where i've been drafting him and I just I, I like the idea of investing in this offense. Do you I think, think it works. Kellen Moore or his ribs or Herbert's ribs because I feel like it's more like him being able to deliver downfield was more affected by his injury than it was necessarily the play calling. Oh no, it, it was I, I as someone who had to watch a team that was coordinated by Jason Garrett. I saw the signs when you're running when you're running to the sticks on third and seven and all, all five receivers are running routes within the the seven yards like. Mm -hmm. That just looks like trouble. So I think, you know, the, the honestly, the biggest, he, the best receiver on the team is Keenan Allen. The guy, I mean, this is a little bit analogous to Deontay Johnson. These guys command targets because they get open every damn time. The quarterback can trust that. And the other guys on the team are going to do different things. So I think Mike Williams running more down the field only helps Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler, honestly, and maybe whoever the tight end ends up being. So, yeah, I, I do think that Keenan Allen's up for a monster year. I think it works for you because it's your third wide receiver. If it was the second one, you were taking the the, the leap like that. I, I would question a little bit more. But having Jamar Chase and Olave already, I think that that um, is the ideal way that you want to put Keenan Allen on your team. And I think a lot of people would probably feel like it was a it was a fairly uh, steep reach to go after Keenan what? Allen there. What? What? You got him like nine picks ahead, I think. Yeah, it's funny. In the other draft that I'm attempting to juggle at the same time, just for reference, he went with pick 40 in the fourth okay. round, though. Um, which, by the way, I have Josh Allen, Saquon Barkley, Travis Kelsey so far. Enjoy enjoying the build. Nice. Um, so so let's talk some some news here a little bit. Uh, Alvin Kamara, obviously we saw that you know he has a, 
agreed to the plea essentially um where do you guys think he lands up i saw i saw you guys you know kramer what you said like maybe two games justin you said maybe just the preseason i mean ideally what he's, he's probably going to be four games probably i i don't think so i i really? do not think so i think you know diving i mean again i get all of my legal advice from the twitter legal fantasy experts which a genre that i i never knew that we expected uh I, look i i think it sounds like him not having a felony is going to be a meaningful thing. And it seems like, you know, if I'm being honest, this uh, it's two games as I thought about it more seems like the, the max he'll get here. I, I, I thought it was a lock for six plus. Then I was starting to read stuff this, this off season that he might not get suspended at all. This kind of lines up to that. So I guess I would set the line at, at, at one and a half and barely take the over. But I think it's going to be close. I, I, it sounds like this was a big, big uh, positive for Alvin Kamara. Also opens up the door for him being suspended this year, which some of the stories were saying it could be pushed out another whole season. So that obviously Ooh. puts a nail Ooh. on that. Oh, I would love it. Getting yeah. him at that ADP of what, like anywhere from 95 to 100. It's, it's just an absolute steal. Oh, man. He was going like into the 130s earlier. Mm -hmm. I, I don't. I mean, he's my yeah. fourth or fifth highest running back right now for exposure rate. And I've got. This is team 89 in the best ball mania. I guess. Yeah. He's my fourth running back in my $500 big dog team. And that nice. like that. Nice. Felt like, yeah. Like, you know, kind of a, why not? Because the upside is, can be so massive. I, I think you just have to kind of, you have to get through the fact that Jamal Williams is there and you know, that Miller, is, mm -hmm. maybe he could be Kamara, but I've read some of the reports on things like Derek Carr and the coaches are saying about how Kamara looks. Maybe he hasn't lost a step and just some things had to get sorted out. All right. Yeah, so. I mean, there, there's obviously the, the the pecking order there, and he's kind of fallen short of it without having Drew Brees around. But, I mean, mm -hmm. he's still the, the high-volume guy. I don't think that Michael Thomas coming back is really going to affect anything. I think the emergence of Chris Olave certainly helps. But if he's there and he's healthy, he's going to be the priority guy. But for me, the way I attacked it was, is you know, I was probably up to about $500 or maybe like 475 with Alvin Kamara. And then I just hedged that with opposite drafts of, you know, like 175 for Jamal Williams and then another 150 with Keandre Miller. And some of those teams, I would just double stack those two, uh, Keandre and, and uh, Jamal Williams. But now, you know, most people, they're going to be leaning into, you know, either pulling Kamara up or, you know, oh, I'll buy the dip. You know, I'll buy Keandre Miller or Jamal Williams even farther down the board which is probably what I'll lean into, honestly, with the amount of exposure I already have at Alvin Kamara. It's not like I want to just start buying up a ton of him with him climbing, you know, most likely 10, 15 spots ADP. That could be like going on weekly as more good news starts to come out. Mm -hmm. It's got to be amazing being a football player and just getting able to murder people <laughs> and yeah. chase them around hotels at with weapons and beating the hell out of them. Like, <laughs> Ask Ray Lewis. Exactly, exactly. Like, Ray Lewis, uh, you know, he, I feel like, like the character Ray Donovan was invented from the Ray Lewis story. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just like the ultimate uh, Hollywood athlete fixer. Like, that's what I was telling people. I'm like, Alvin Kamara plays in the NFL. NFL don't play by no rules. Like, he's going to have people making sure that he's playing football, protecting his bag. Like, Vi yeah, yeah videos I, can be damning, but at the end of the day, if you can play, you can play. I mean, fortunately or unfortunately, I, Charles Barkley once said, you know, I'm not a role model. And I think to some extent, maybe we shouldn't <laughs> assume that these yeah. guys that we expect to be gladiators are also going to be role models. Right. Uh, that being said, 
you know, we've seen some guys do some bad shit. Alvin Kamara doesn't seem to be all that bad. And I, I have a, like, I kind of side with the athlete in Vegas when someone, someone's talking, someone's coming at you trying to talk shit. Like they want to make their name with you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my rule is if a football player is walking down the street and you fuck with him and he, and he comes back at you, like that's on you. So to some extent, you know, I'm, I'm curious to see what actually happened here. Like, again, the video seemed like it was a group situation, but <laughs> like you said, he, he's a good football player. So they found, they found a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You so, don't see people doing that to Russell Westbrook on the streets. Like they see what he does to people on the sidelines. You ain't messing with that dude in a hotel <laughs> lobby. You know what I mean? I, I do uh, yeah, think I, like people just are like you see these prank guys on YouTube, it, it, you know, guys are getting people are getting shot out there because they're just acting like assholes. So I absolutely could see someone coming up to thick ass. Here's my only reference point. I went to college at Virginia Tech when when Lee Suggs and, and Kevin Jones were there. If you remember Kevin okay. Jones, a bit of a bust with the Detroit Lions first round pick. He he was he was honestly as thick front to back as he was side to side. If you were to mess with that man, like he would, he could put a lot of, a lot of force into you. And so I, I just don't, I don't understand why someone will put themselves in that kind of situation. Well, the guy's going to get paid a hundred K. So I can, I mean, <laughs> dots are connecting for sure. I mean, that's it. Is that, I mean, that's the whole like added, like, would you take a million dollars to get punched by Mike Tyson? Like, yep, I would. <laughs> There you I go. would take the liver damage. You know, my kids can have a nice life. You know what I mean? Like, it <laughs> doesn't have to do with me. <laughs> my, my family's yeah. going to be set. But, yeah, I, I won't have a liver. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. The wide receivers have uh, Ooh, been yeah. taken up pretty hardcore in this draft. I well, am Kramer, regretting. Kramer went four straight. I went yeah. three straight. Uh, Jay, I don't know. The, the four spot went three straight. Like, there was a big run sharp. early. Sharps all over the board. Indeed, indeed. Uh, I've been so, able to get Jerry Judy as like my fourth receiver. I was stuck with him as my third in this one. I definitely um, haven't drafted him enough. Uh, yeah, correct. Again, he's he's on the top ten list of uh, players that led their team in red zone targets as well. Um, I think he was around like thirty percent of his team's red zone targets, so he made the top ten. Good, good, good guy to draft for sure. Um, let's transition over to D Hop. So, just quick, quick uh, little synopsis for you guys here. Uh, I believe the teams that are still in it, and again, we're going to put an asterisk beside the Bills because I think that there was some information brought out today from D Hop about you know not not wanting to necessarily ring chase, uh, but the Bills, the Chiefs, the Browns, the Patriots, and the Titans. Any uh, any thoughts on where you think D Hop is going to end up? It's hard to judge the motivation right now. Like you said, like is it money? Is it ring chasing? He's he's talking about being able to play for like what another six or seven years. He's also he said been, when uh, he's not a thousand yard receiver, which I thought on Twitter was funny because somebody pointed out last year he didn't he didn't get a thousand yards. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean it does seem like I I'm I'm starting to be more confident in my drafting him as if he's on the Titans. I I do think part of this is he's looking for a better opportunity mm-hmm. but boy i i i do i am starting to buy in with like that that team you got derrick henry you got d hop you got uh Traylon burks who by mm. all accounts is looking great becomes pretty interesting i mean Tannehill, that's a that's a whole team of disrespected dudes in a division that is not exactly filled with uh, anything that scares you too it's trevor lawrence trevor lawrence is a massive favor that that's mm-hmm. uh that's, that's something i'll bet against all day <laughs> And so, yeah, I, I think that's that's probably the I, 
If I had to bet right now, that's the landing spot. Doesn't it feel a little reminiscent of the Julio Jones signing? Like, I feel like the Julio Julio Jones signing, excuse me, does give me that feeling like, yeah, they want a a win now type of receiver. Like, they're eager for that type of talent and maybe getting a little bit of a friendly contract with an aging player. I think D-Hop is, you know, better than what Julio was going into their roster uh, a couple years back here. But it feels like the same taste in my mouth. Like, I feel like I'm going to get burned if he goes there. It does... You know, the, the Titans, the Saints are the public team that everyone knows is constantly looking to win now. Mm-hmm. But under Vrabel, the Titans have kind of low-key, even with that trade of A.J. Brown, it's like they weren't trying to tank. Mm-hmm. And so it's like otherwise Malik Willis would have been out there. and He, he was he was too, too far off. And now you're hearing him as he's clearly outplaying Will Levis, which, uh-oh. So now you know it's going to be Ryan Tannehill, and you know that guy's in win-now mode. So, yeah, I think – Kind of makes sense. So That's crazy. Uh, that, obviously, the you know, Malik Willis, uh, Will Levis situation. He's going to get cut. <laughs> yeah. Um, while we were talking about Vegas, I did want to mention to our listeners about Circus Sports. Circus Millions and the Circus Survivor are back. $14 million in guaranteed prizes up for grabs. Circus Millions is five NFL picks against the spread each week. Circus Survivor is just pick one different Moneyline winner each week. You must enter in Vegas. You can play from anywhere using a proxy. Uh, Sports Gambling Podcast will be out there the last weekend in August. Go to sports, uh, circusports.com for all the details. That's circusports.com. Uh, you know, l- let me ask you guys, if you won either of these contests, what would you do with the money? Uh, well, we, we have confirmed with Derek that you can accept the prize in chips. So I would, prob- <laughs> oh, full I, would mode. I would probably do that to start and, you know, see where we go. I, I can always cash out as they say. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Justin, what about you? I've, I'll try I've to told you this. Nothing, nothing. I, yeah, I know. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I told gonna, you nothing. You're just going to ride out. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go get a job at a grocery store. Great answer. Uh, Kramer, anything to tell the uh, tell the nice people about uh, when you guys are out there for the last weekend in August? Anything? Going uh, on? Yeah, we'll be hanging out down at the Circa. I think it'll be my birthday too, so we'll be celebrating Ooh. my birthday, which means maybe a smoothie with alcohol in it. Nice. Uh, I nice. Th- I think yeah, we'll be out there. I, I know they're gonna have some 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 names out there. We'll be on uh, like a radio row hanging out, so definitely stop by, say what's up um yeah it's, it's gonna be a good time and and get signed up i will say so I, i've already had some people come to me and say hey, is the proxy situation scary no it's not, it's not scary it's not <laughs> scary to meet it's not scary to meet a random guy sign up for a contest and, and give him money and never see him again and hit him be responsible <laughs> for all your picks totally cool been doing it for well over a decade totally cool that sounds just like the uh, gambling but uber like the uber of gambling exactly you mean i'm gonna get in some stranger's car and they're gonna take me to work and not their basement rubs the lotion on the what well like justin wait till you find out they have a service like that for kids you really gotta like wait what yeah exactly i trust this for kids Uh, (laughs) well i'm using a reputable proxy so i'm not worried about it i already have the appointment scheduled and uh, i figured this is my one shot to potentially if i win anyway get a picture with uh kelly stewart which is kelly in vegas from barstool so uh i will be signing up with their proxy uh not sketchy of course okay okay going going to the big big one nice i like that yeah i got ulterior motives to the whole thing (laughs) oh okay all right all right so how are we liking our teams Eh, it's different 
Uh, oh. I mean, well, so I went obviously Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey. So when those are your first two picks, the rest of your team does kind of look a little hairy. I was able to secure Derrick Henry's seven picks after ADP at, at pick 30. So I'm all right with that. And then wide receiver rooms looking all right. Um, just trying to shoot for some upside guys like Zay Flowers here. Uh, obviously, I picked up, you know, your favorite wide receiver, Kadarius Toney. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens, but it's all right. could be worse. I'm rocking uh, some Lamar Jackson, Ken Walker, uh, J.K. Dobbins, David Montgomery, uh, Monroe St. Brown, Garrett Wilson, Jerry Judy, Quinton Johnston. Uh, I feel pretty good. See, I'm shaking it up. It's a little bit different other than a Monroe and Garrett Wilson. They're, that's a pretty popular combo for me, anywhere from like the picks 10 to 14. That's, that's, that's pretty usual for me, but uh, the rest of it's you know a little fresh. Don't have a lot of J.K. Dobbins, I'll say. I, I did see. I was trying to watch, and I must have missed it. But uh, Alvin Kamara did already go. He went at pick seventy-two with a current ADP of, of, of a current ADP of one hundred two. So uh, this no. guy picked thirty picks ahead. No, early, early, right? That that's a bit early. Yeah. Rest in peace, the Alvin Kamara value. It's over. Yeah, it's gonna quickly diminish. You can thank Twitter for that one for sure. Everyone was jumping on their horses today. It was absolutely insane. I was sitting over here like, is it true? Yeah, that's is a bit real? much. I was so happy when I saw it, but then I was like knocking on every piece of wood I could find. It's like, this can't, I got to wait. I can't just, you know, I can't ride with this in full confidence yet. Yeah. Let's, Uh, let's have a little conversation about Bijan though. Cause uh, Kramer, I know that you're big on the Falcons and I am, I am not low on the Falcons. I'm certainly higher than the average Joe on Desmond Ritter. I feel like it's an experiment that's going to have more profitable returns than Marcus Mariota. And we're going to get a bit of a step forward for a team that, scored like the 15th most points last season in the NFL, which is kind of shocking if you take into consideration they were missing Kyle Pitts for an extended period of time. Marcus Mariota was their quarterback. Tyler Algier was their uh, uh, prominent runner on the ground for most of the season, like mid middle of the NFL and points scored per game. Like it feels like Ar- Arthur Smith does have the tools to, you know, really attack his division and, you know, dare I say, potentially come out on top. Well, what if he? What if the answer is they're just going to be the be- a better version of the same team they were last year? Because to your point, all these numbers are starting to come out about how mm, this offense wasn't horribly bad down the stretch, and you know, even though they were a boomer, lame running run the ball team, and they were you know every all the fantasy nerds are all mad because that made Kyle Pitts fail, and that made that made Drake oh. London fail. I, I I think look. That's why they got Bijan Robinson. He's a he's a running back. He's an athlete, a playmaker, dressed up as a running back. I've heard multiple interviews with Arthur Smith that like Tyler Algiers carry numbers. I don't think are going to change all that much. I think you're just going to see both guys have a tremendous amount of touches, and then you're hearing the words of Hey, Cordell Patterson, guy I love, top ten football player in the league. He's going to be lining up out wide a lot more. Right. And I haven't even mentioned Kyle Pitts and Drake London. I'm all in on this team. I, I do think it's I, – I, I do get the case for Bijan, though, because I do think he was drafted because he's going to fit what they want to do, which is line up everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. Algier is going to be on the field with Bijan a lot. Patterson – like, the Patterson, Algier, and Bijan are all going to be on the, the field in pairs. And I think, you know, maybe Kyle Pitts or Drake London works out. To me, that's icing on top of the Sunday. If that happens, then this is a team that's going to win that division. Yeah, I think uh, also fourth easiest schedule uh, projected in the Ooh. NFL as well. So that is it's also an, another oh. nice thing for them. Saints, just, are, Saints are projected you, to be easier though. So that's you know, 
I also just want to point out, I know it's not a, it's not a sexy name to call out, but I've still been banging the drum for him is Matt Collins. He was, I believe number one for PFF on PFF for wide receiver blocking grades for a team that we expect is going to run a lot. Chess piece move, you know, good football move. No, no, not anyone you're excited for in fantasy or anything like that. Although I don't hate him as like a last round pick if you're stacking the Falcons, but I do feel like they've, they've built something up this off season. I feel like the team's going to get better and the mediocre numbers that they put together last year were better than literally half of the league. So I think uh, one of the, one of the articles I did first week uh, team totals, I took them over 22 and a half points week one. So, um, and, and let's stay in the division real quick and switch over to the saints. Cause saints have the number two easiest schedule in the NFL. And if you guys don't know from week seven on, they have one outdoor game and that's week 17 at Tampa Bay. Every other Ouch. game is in a dome. Love to see that, right? That is fantastic Who? for fantasy. Was was the Buccaneers the team that Alvin Kamara put 50 on? I can't remember. The uh f- yes. Cause it I mean that that's a and that's a heated matchup. I can't I, I gotta look that up. Yeah, I'll I'll have to do the same because uh we were getting into it last year and then uh whether it was week 17 or week 18, uh me and Brad, he's one half of the the dynasty uh podcast, him and Dave Heilman. And we were going back and forth between Alvin Kamara and Jarek McKinnon. And I was like, dude, like you can't start Alvin Kamara this week. Like he's like, well, but what about the 50 game? What about the 50 point championship game? I was like, it's not, that's not that season. Like that's, you know, that season's <laughs> over. Uh, Jarek McKinnon did go on to outscore him that week. You know, you know, prideful shout out for myself, shameless. Uh, but at the same time, like, I, like there's always that vibe with Alvin Kamara, right? Like he can always be that guy that can have like the biggest ceiling or the highest spike weeks. So, you know, again, you know, love the value. Don't love him at the the pick, whatever he the, this guy took him at, what, 72? But, I mean, there's a lot to like here. And what'd you say? After week seven or their last seven games? No, no, no. After, uh, hold on, let me confirm that here. Uh, yeah, so week six. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. So from week six on, because week six they play Houston, then Jacksonville at home, at Indy, Chicago at home, at Minnesota, by, at Atlanta, Detroit at home, Carolina at home, Giants at home, at the Rams, and then at Tampa Bay, which is outdoors. And then uh, week 18 doesn't matter, but that's against Atlanta at home. So, yeah, from week that's crazy. six on, that's crazy. one outdoor game. And you know what Derek Carr has been playing in? A dome. Yeah. Uh, so, just looking here, Kramer's on the clock. Uh, while, while we're sitting here, I do want to let everyone know, of course, this show is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania 4 is here. That is what we are currently drafting. And Underdog is giving away $15 million in prizes for the Best Ball Mania 4 contest. Underdog Pick'em is also a great way to get down on your favorite MLB and NFL season player props. So many ways to win on Underdog, and Underdog is available in so many states. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Oh, I love the running backs I was just able to pick up in these last two rounds. Oh, you mean the last three? Because you were also able to grab Dan Jones, oh, yeah, your they- most exposed player, <laughs> cranking it well, up to 76%. It's so hard to not do it. That Waller Dan Jones stack is just so easy. And I'm obviously a little over uh overweight on the situation because I'm out projecting what the market sees in both Waller yeah. and Dan Jones. Yeah. But also just from a roster construction standpoint, 
You can stack him with two out of his, two of his receivers in the last two rounds of the draft. He's one of these middle round quarterbacks that all the smart people out in fantasy land are telling me are the, the ways to attack the quote unquote inefficient market right now with the way things are laying out. And, you know, does that mean I should also be taking some Deshaun Watson? Yes. Uh, but I'm taking a lot more Dan Jones right now. Cause I'm, I'm obviously clearly cool. second year in the offense. I mean, look, we can have the conversation, but I mean, I get it. He's your guy. It. It's your team. It's nostalgia, but you know, owning blockbuster stock was also nostalgic at one point. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I, in fairness, I, I never owned blockbuster, uh, nor am I a financial advisor, but I wouldn't have bought blockbuster. That was, well, I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a fantasy uh, advisor. That that's for certain. And, and, and Hey, I've, I've got Dan much? Jones. Yes, it's too much. It's too much. Like, <laughs> what, like, is like the, Davis, what is the too much number? Like, what do like you think? Davis in the chat, uh, Peng, he's got like a crazy amount of like James Conner. I'm like, man, I love James Conner. But like when I'm looking at this tournament, like this game and this, this like turn, you know, format that we're playing in, diversification feels like the way to attack it. Yes, uh, you're right. Yeah. And, but I, I want to see someone come up with a formula that shows me like draft equity to appropriate ownership. Mm-hmm. Like what where is that where is that graph like the, I, where's the intersection because when you get to the ninth round 10th round for a mobile quarterback it feels like it's it's got to be near that intersection obviously 80 percent is exaggerated but also i don't mind being the guy on that hill i mean i doubt anyone else will be at 80 percent exposure to dan jones i'm that, trying to land true. on 69 for being real <laughs> 69 would be perfect but we'll see how close <laughs> i can get uh, yeah, I think it's uh, I think you probably want to be less than 30 percent on, on each guy. I, but also with the caveat of that is I think it really depends on what position and what guy you're drafting. So, like, I'm I'm pretty heavy in on like Devin Singletary. He goes a lot later in drafts. Same, same thing with Dan Jones. He goes later, too. So you're, you're not going to kill yourself doing that. Being overweight on, you know, a, a top guy in like the first four rounds and he shits the bed that's going to hurt you a lot more than some of these True. other picks that are later in the draft. So I think it's just, it, it, you need to look at what's happening with that pick, you know, where is it? Mm-hmm. What position is it? And and then go from there. But I think ideally I'd like to stay around 30% for my like top exposed guy. Well, like I have a ton of exposure to Devin Singletary, but nothing close to, you know, $800 into one player, a thousand dollars into one player. But that'll change though. When you max out, I will not get Devin Singletary that high. Like I've, I've capped him. Now I'm pivoting it, to trying to get more exposure to Damian Pierce or trying to get other Houston Texans players or just other guys that I haven't drafted a lot. It's true. I, I have uh, my, my, I have three, four figure guys and it's kind of skewed because of the big entry, but it's mm-hmm. uh Waller, Dan Jones and Nico Collins. Okay. I love, I love me some Nico at his, at his value, but He's even coming like- down, he's getting more expensive too. So I'm glad I'm overweight now. Cause I won't be mm-hmm. late. I guess no, that's absolutely. argument. And I feel like that's the benefit of, you know, like my approach of just being so bullish, uh, you know, before August, you know, before July, like right now I'm doing one, two drafts a week, you know, before I was doing that in a day, every day, you know what I mean? Constantly just buying that value because you're going to see all of this public movement from news, fantasy takes, just any type of blurb in the media just, you know, shoots guys up. Wait until you see Brock Purdy completing passes. In training camp it's going to oh, be ridiculous God. you know what i mean like it's going to be bonkers <clears throat> wait until gardner Minshew is projected to be the week one starter and how many people you know taking anthony richardson as quarterback oh, yeah. 10 11 12 are going to be burned and that's not to say they won't be burned season long but you're you're losing opportunity exposure to potential spike weeks through you know maybe the first five weeks mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Ouch. Oh, speaking of uh, Tyler Algier, boom. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I've, been, so, I've, I've ended up with a lot of teams where I have Tyler Algier and uh, Patterson, full disclosure. No, I, I, I like it. I, I like that because they're not going to cost you anything. And Algier, like he still showed that he could get it done. He showed that he was a talent he could be relied on. So I, I think that saying he wouldn't have a role is is naive, especially for a team that's going to look to run the ball a lot, protect the quarterback by grounding and pounding. Their offensive line is rated top five right now per PFF. It's a really good situation to buy in on, and it's not expensive. I have teams – I was showing uh, Andrew the other day. I have a full team of like Seahawks stacks. I have plenty of teams with full out uh, Falcon stacks. Every single guy, Ritter, Pitts, London, Mac Collins, Cordell, Algier, all of them, like everybody. Just in case. I like it. Jay, you never know. You never know. <laughs> I will say I, when I, when I went in doing some very rudimentary review of my teams last year, I, I think the teams where I went overboard outside of maybe a, uh, one or two of the chiefs ones that mm-hmm. didn't, didn't really do too well, but I, I kind of missed on some of the offenses I went after. So, yeah. And again, like I looked at the data, it, uh, it, you don't want to go more than three stacked in, in for a certain team. Uh, mm-hmm. After that, it really plummeted down when you got four plus. So stacking one player or stacking two players with your quarterback is kind of what you want to stay around to actually have a good advance rate. Which I'm kind of kind of surprised me. I, I would have thought it would have been three. Actually, that, that that's what I would have bet on. But um, numbers showed uh, one or two. I'm going with the little finger approach from Game of Thrones. Like everyone is my friend, everyone is my enemy. Uh, I hate Christian Watson. I have I will die in the hill that Christian Watson will be terrible this year. But I've drafted plenty of them. You know what I mean? Like same thing with Dan Jones. I, I'm not a big buy, buyer, not a big believer, but I have my fair share. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like you can play this like a like someone who's going to multi-entry with a strategy to have certain exposures. But I also think t- to the point of, you know, the point in time of when you're drafting, I, I do think early is when you want to have that opinion. Early is when it's okay to be off market because it, it won't matter as much if right. you're right. Just, uh, well, yeah, that's the whole uh, deal with drafting with no bye week information, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yep. Uh, so you with Darren Waller, I wanted to go back to him. What is your prop bet with you and Sean? It's Darren Waller versus Dallas Goddard. What are, what are the terms of that? So we're doing, and I don't even know why we agreed to half point PPR. It doesn't seem, but we did, we did underdog scoring. Uh, whoever has more or the player that outscores the other player. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Just total points, right? So Darren Wall, yeah. For, for the season, Darren Waller versus Goddard fantasy points based on underdog scoring. Loser has to wear a mustache for the amount of days matching the number of points that the player Damn. was defeated by. And is this oh, a fake oh, mustache yeah. or like, you know, you guys can both rock it? I know you can. I'm looking at your beard right now. I think we both. I mean, if you've never seen Sean's uh, acting work, he has played a uh, cop once or twice and, and the mustache does come in handy. So oh, I got to see this. NYPD blue featuring Sean. Yeah. So I think, I think we both will be able to pull it off. Uh, I do, you know, there is the, the nightmare scenario of injury. Uh, We do have a player. They have to play a snap or whatever. Right. So my, so my recommendation is to that is to just set it for a game minimum. Like each guy has to play in 14 games or 15 games. Otherwise you just call it. Cause it's, it's really silly to have a prop bet like that. And like, Oh, 
you know, Dallas Goddard got hurt in week three. Oh, duh, of course. Waller finished, uh, you know, ahead of him. He played 14 games or whatever. Um, that could be fun, though. No, that's yeah. not fun. That's not fun. <laughs> that'd be hilarious. That would be terrible. Be just like 150. <laughs> I, I feel like if that's the case, it only deserves to happen to Sean since he's calling for players to get injured, like uh, yeah. like Bijan. Like that would be. I'm ultimate. not supposed to say that. Like, no, you're not supposed to say that. No, that Don't say that. Be, that would be pretty funny, actually, because that um, that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what he's done, and that would be the ultimate karmic surprise for him karma for, from kramer the reason i ask is because emerson beery and i also have a prop bet let's you it. answered you answered this question on twitter who would score who is a better value this year deshaun watson or jared goff me and him are going toe-to-toe we're shaving heads we're oh, shaving heads hello 14 games minimum right you got to get at least 14 starts in deshaun watson versus my jared goff bald heads i like that I'm telling you, man, it's going to be. I don't awesome. hate that. I don't hate that. Kramer, Kramer said golf by a mile. I yeah, I'm I'm on the or by a million. Train, I'm, excuse me, excuse me, misquoting by a zillion. Yeah, I I I would stand by that. I I definitely. I, I shaving heads fun too because it's a you're you're putting yourself in a tough situation. You're. <laughs> I like yeah. the adver- you know it's, it potentially is going to create some adversity, and uh, it's a real bet. That's that's what you got to do. You got to put your nuts on the line, as they say. That's that's really how it all started. He uh, we were doing a mock draft show uh, last last week, and you know it's it's dynasty, and he took Deshaun Watson and you know like pick six, and I was just you know like, buddy, what are you doing? And then I took uh, Jared Goff uh, probably in the middle of the second round, and he said, "Buddy, what are you doing?" You know, and then fireworks ignited. I mean, I think Emer- I think honestly, I think you could pull off a shaved head fine. Like uh, Emerson, <laughs> Emerson, oh boy, uh, he's I living mean, for them tips. You know, like he's he's a bartender. You know, like it's tough. It's yeah, tough. Look, we're all beautiful. I get it, but. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hey, not everyone is as beautiful as everyone else. That's what I'd say. I could never head shave my head. Yeah, not everyone has the head shape to do it. It's no. not not to brag, but if you don't have a round, not everyone has a round head, as it turns out. So yeah. So my last one was DJ Chark versus Devontae Parker, and it was uh, total total fantasy points. Or no, I'm sorry, it was total receiving yards. Total receiving yards for the season, and DJ DJ Chark led the race all year long Devonte parker almost missed the minimum games that we had required as well but Devonte parker put up like i don't know like 117 or like 138 in his last appearance of the season to win by like 60 yards oh, it was absolutely oh, insane i mean justin's already lost a bet to me this year with marcus mariota supposedly going to be a starter in the nfl which uh, unless jalen hurts falls off the bus at some point uh ain't happening but that's also a bet that I won last year, so I was just kind of doubling down. Like I, I won and I stayed at the table. You know what I mean? Like, and I was okay with that. I can't because I don't root for injuries. That. I don't. I don't want Jalen Hurts to be oh, get hurt. Like that I doesn't. That, that sucks. That. <laughs> it's not fun at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, as an NFC East guy, if Jalen Hurts gets uh, gets hurt, I will. I will be sad. It would be really sad. You know, it'd be sad. Well, you know what I mean. Like we're we're fantasy guys. Like we want our takes uh, no. to be right. Like it's not like you know we want to sit here holding the bag you, with Bruni. AJ Brown. You know what I mean? Like. Bruni, what, what are you buddy? doing? I'm sorry, what are two you tight doing? ends back to back. Come on, man. Yeah, did you oh. see the first tight end that I drafted, pal? Just, yeah, oh, I mean, 
Come on. Come on. Come on. You oh crazy. my what is I, I picked the wrong time to stop. Oh, come on. What the tight end? Sorry. Sounds like everybody's catching wind now. Four Ooh, in a man. row. That Four in not, a row. That is not great, Bob. I have Sam Laporta, Tyler Conklin, and Dawson Knox. Like I it's think right. it's warranted Look, at this point. The 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 tight end uh potentially, you know, like six or seven Logan Thomas is still there, so I'll just take him. You have Travis Kelsey. You don't need anyone. Well, yeah, but I mean there there's a bye week. Which again, I'll just take Logan Thomas. He's gonna be the 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 mini version of, of Kelsey. So I mean it's fine. You're gonna be so mad when I snipe. What about what about Noah Fant? Oh, come Walker. <laughs> Sorry. What, what what about Noah Fant, the hidden gem in that uh that deep Seattle offense? Is he gonna be uh, is he gonna be part of the offense? I mean, who isn't? I mean, you got a pretty deep group yeah, here. Who isn't gonna? Well, they have three yeah. good receivers, they have two good running backs. I mean I, I asked uh, Reddit today, you know, can this team be a uh, top five offense? And the, the echoing response was yes. Like they finished with the ninth most points last year with just Tyler Lockett, Ken Walker, and Metcalf. Now you add in JSN, you add in Charbonnet. I mean, if if Geno Smith is going to be a QB one again, can they not be a top five offense? I mean, at least like when we're considering total points scored, uh, total offensive yards, they finished 13th last year in total offensive yards and ninth and most points per game. Like it's only four spots. Like, yeah. What does Reddit know? It is a, it is a place for the people. It is a place for the people. Respect the people. They'll bring you down, brother. They'll bring you down. Yeah. I saw someone said, no, it was like seven down votes in a minute. They just said <laughs> no. And it was like minus seven, like two seconds later, like two refreshes. It was like, Oh, you want to see a dead body. <laughs> So I'm, I'm always in, uh, interested in people's answer here, but uh, just look at the wide receivers left right now. Uh, Kramer, after you pick, of course. Um, Any pick, it's still available. Woo. Yeah, it's actually not bad. Um, like that. Look at the look at the wide receivers still available. Give me a name there that you feel is a guy that uh, will have like, I don't know, three or four spike weeks. <laughs> I, I mean, one of these guys is in my queue. So I, okay, I do well, think I, I do think well I'll I'll give you a giant I think I think like everyone talks about how they don't give a shit about it points in the beginning of the season because that's not the high mm-hmm. leverage weeks and all that shit. Uh, Wendell Robinson, if he does come back for this giant, like he's the one guy that I think that could show up and take like be be the guy. He became the guy last year, so that I would say that, and I would say Josh Palmer because if someone gets hurt in that situation, he immediately becomes interesting. Okay. Not a Josh Downs guy. Sorry. Don't believe in Anthony Richardson. Ouch. Although you see the news about Gardner, about uh, what they're saying about Gardner Minshew now. Uh-oh. We might not have Anthony Richardson starting the, the season as the quarterback. That Again, that would not shock me. You know my answer here, Andrew, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, you know, I'm going to dive right into it head first. Give me some more Chase Claypool. Jesus, three, dude. Three really? or four spike weeks? Three or four? That's all you asked. I They're saying horrible things about him. Yeah, he might not even play. They're probably going to fucking bench they. Who is they? Who is <laughs> they? Who is this they that you speak of are saying terrible things about him? Uh, you know what? Let, let's make a bet right now. I, see, I we will, already have. I'll you go and I have already done limb. a Chase Claypool uh, bet. I, I'll go out on the limb and say Puka outscores him. Oh, all right. Well, I'm going to get Puka too anyway, so fine. Whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you would. I love Puka. Puka's gone already. Don't worry. 
Yeah, that's going to be a guy that, that shoots up when training camp happens because I'm telling you, I really think he's more athletic than Van Jefferson, and I think he's going to slot in right behind Cooper Cup on the depth chart. I just still think that Van Jefferson and Matthew Stafford have a really good connection. Like the, they've looked really good together in the past. And I think that being, you know, with Stafford, having a little bit of extra chemistry is going to help him be on the field, at least more early in the season. Like if you're talking, I think Puka could be a very good player to target in like the weekly winners because he's someone like you can kind of target with like Jamison Williams or rookie running backs that you expect to make, you know, kind of like second half, like, you know, surges up the boards, at least mm-hmm. in like per game performance. Like they just take a little bit to get going. I like Van Jefferson to have probably as many spike weeks as Puka. Okay. I'll give you another one too. I mean, R- Richie James is going to make, he's got, he found a way to get open and be productive for Dan Jones. He's going to do the same for Patrick Mahomes. Just a dog, just a mm-hmm. dog going to get on the field. Like everyone's all high on, you know, Sky Moore and uh, Rashi Rice, but they're going to be so angry come week one when it's Kelsey lined up alongside MVS and Richie James. Like, it's going to be so sad. It, because they're going to be able to – because Mahomes is going to be able to trust that Richie James – you know what, I'll just take him. It, it, <laughs> give me give – me, well, I was going to take Patterson, but someone uh, someone listens to the program. Damn. Uh, Damn, Ramrod. And uh, it turns out I don't need to. I, I already have a double up with uh, Miami running back, so I don't really need that for the Falcons as well. I took I took Allen Robinson. Um, okay. I I mean, I think there's a case there that that he might be used in the red zone. Maybe not so much between the twenties, but maybe yeah, he's made Pickens, some. Maybe Matt Pickens is there. That's got that's the scary part, I guess. Yeah, but I feel like Pickens is, is going to be the downfield guy making those big plays. Uh, Robinson's past that now. I think he's just going to solely be used more in the red zone. Um, it, uh, now, if anything, Pat Fryermuth is the one who scares me away from thinking he's going to score touchdowns in the red zone. I think that's more a Muth thing. But um, I'll, I'll take the shot on that. Also, I have a stack with Seattle, and they play each other week 17. So nice little correlation nice. there. Okay, I like that. I like that. Yeah, I, I still think Chase Claypool is gonna. You know, you want to do that one too? Claypool versus Allen Robinson? Eh? No, 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 no. I'm, no, I'm much, you don't, don't want to touch that. Much less confident in Allen Robinson than I am Puka. Neither. Okay, I I'll take either in that battle. <laughs> yeah, the the point that I've made to Andrew uh, Ryan about Chase Claypool is that he's going to be a great blocking asset in that offense. That you know everyone keeps saying, like, oh yeah, yeah, they're how they're going to be passing all this you know time when they you know they don't have the weapons to do so, even though they do, or they're not a big passing offense, so they won't be a big passing offense. All right, fine. They're going to run the ball a lot. That means Chase Claypool is going to be on the field a ton. So, all right. I'm in. Mooney, Claypool, Moore, also all receivers that have taken handoffs and carries and end around reverses, guys that you can plug in all over the field. These are yes. fair points. It's true. All right. Let's go through uh, our rundown here. Let's review the teams. Uh, let's start with uh, Kramer. He went at the, the second spot. All right. We got, oh, it, it does look pretty. Running backs are a little sketchy. Dan Jones and Kenny Pickett, which I, I mean, talk about two guys I love. Throw C.J. Stroud in the pile, and those are probably my three top quarterbacks this year. Then we got Alexander Madison. Uh, how, how? All right, so how how do you say A Chain's name? I I say like you just said, A-chain, Devin A Chain. Devin A Chain. Just had some conversations with people who don't believe it's A Chain. I think uh, Kiki Boutte was like the the big one early on, and he's an afterthought already. So. Yeah. Then you got Mitchell, uh, Tyler Algier, Raheem Mostert. So hopefully uh, cornered some uh, carries there on some run first teams. Jamar Chase, Chris Olave, Keenan Allen, DeAndre Hopkins, George Pickens, Michael Thomas, Isaiah Hodgins, and Darius Slayton to go with Dan Jones and Richie James, Darren Waller, and Gerald Everett, my only tight ends. 
self if i was watching the tape i i didn't i wanted to get Taysom hill on this team and go Derek carr but when that didn't happen uh the wheels really fell off probably need an extra tight end uh, that's that's my like richie james probably doesn't need to be on the team but i like him there he, love, he former chemistry with dan jones love your won me a championship receiver. last year your nice. your wide receivers will carry this team for for yeah. a while that that's how i view it strong <clears throat> yes um, all right, I, I will re- uh, take my team here. Uh, quarterbacks, Patty Mahomes and the aforementioned not starter, Anthony Richardson. Damn. Run- <laughs> and, and again, I got Richardson tw- two rounds after ADPs. Uh, ADP right. 101, I got him at right. 126. That's, that's good. fine. That's I already good. had Pittman, so it's all right. That wasn't happening a month ago, so that's that's excellent. No, yeah, I'll, I'll take it there. If he fails, it's fine. And, and I took mm-hmm. him with Mahomes. It's not like I needed him anyway. Mahomes is the only quarterback uh, that I've actually drafted soul you know one quarterback mm-hmm. so uh I, I was all right if i had to do that again but uh running backs derrick henry and then a plethora of fuckery zach charbonnet uh jalen warren deontay foreman gus edwards and chase brown so Ooh. in derrick henry we trust wide receivers yeah. scary terry deontay johnson michael pittman Kadarius tony zay flowers sky moore alec pierce and alan robinson tight ends the big man travis kelsey and Logan Thomas. Damn, you uh, you waited a minute for a receiver. I did. Yes, my first yeah. receiver was forty three. Yeah. Damn, that is that yes. is not normal of you. But I like well, the group that you have. I I mean, you you Andrew, the TD King, also took some Michael Pittman. That's I did, you, sir. I, again, that's good, off, good that's value you. there. He's dropping. I mean, look look at the eighty between uh, the ADP between him and Deontay Johnson. It's like flip flop mm. from what it has been yep. the entire time. So. You know, I'll start taking Pittman now. I'm glad I'm going to get a better value than uh, what most people have been throughout the year. So I'm all right with that. Uh, but again, like this is what people need to see is I don't have too many of the Kelsey Mahomes stacks. Once you mm-hmm. do that, you suffer everywhere else. I didn't have to take Henry, but he fell. Felt like that was good value. Could have took a wide receiver there, but I would have been reaching anyway a little bit. So it, it kind of was just what it was. But when you do QB and tight end early, man, do you get fucking pigeonholed? Hurts. Oh, absolutely. But at least with Derrick Henry, you're getting that potentially top five exposure at the running back position for this year. So I, I really don't hate it. And we've just been banging the drum for all those guys. I've been getting a lot yeah. of Michael Pittman at his previous cost, but he was still my fourth or fifth receiver drafted. Like I was paying more for him again, like a month, two months ago. And I, I have a fair amount of him. I believe he's in my top five uh, for re- most exposed receivers. But at the same time, I was never taking him like really bullish as like my second or my third or anything like that. So still a good situation. I like you getting him at at, uh, at your third. Uh, let me go through my team. Who I'm gonna say? I'm just gonna say it. Like I like my team better than you guys. Like you oh, guys, God. you guys. Hey, I'm just saying. Like you kind of faded yeah. running back. I faded tight end, which is one of the weaker positions, right? Like yeah, Andrew's gonna dominate me in tight end scoring, but I mean Lamar Jackson, Jared Goff, guys. I both feel can finish as QB ones. Ken Walker, J.K. Dobbins, David Montgomery, Keandre Miller, Devin Singletary had to do it. Had to do it. Had to get me some more Devin as I was as I was preaching his Real name. Real quick, I want to pause you there. So what's the what's the Devin Singletary case? Just simply this. They're bad. They're bad. They're bad, and they're going to shut down well, Dame Pierce at some point or l- limit his exposure to the violence that is the NFL. Well, I, like I, 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 I think just, also there's something to a, a nine, you know, like a Shanahanian system. Yes, and the way they've deployed guys they've signed before. I actually, I mean, sure. I, I, I'm jealous of how overweight you are. I think I need to put more 
Singletary into my CJ Stroud, Nico Collins stacks. The other thing for me too is um, Singletary ranked as one of the most explosive running backs last year as well, which is an underrated uh, stat. I mean, in an offense that you're probably going to need some explosion to get some points, uh, you know, a man that's going much later in drafts is is easy to to take as a. I mean, he's usually like my fourth running back. I'll yeah. take that all day long. That that's completely fine. And you know, like Justin said, Damian Pierce, they gave him a shit ton of work last year and he kind of broke down at the end of the season. I don't think they want to break their their new toy right away again. So mm-hmm. I think they're gonna I think the split's gonna be a little bit more fair than it was last year. Yeah, they're they're building up to something. Like their roster construction is getting better and better by the year. Um, obviously, you know, running with uh god damn, what is I don't know why his name isn't coming to me. Uh Davies, what was it? What was the quarterback last year? Davis Mills. Davis Mills. Yeah. I don't know why Davis Mills name Davies, wasn't Davies Jones Locker. Dave, <laughs> oh, it was he was buried in Davies Jones Locker. It was not good. But you, I know all three of us were like, yeah, yeah, sure, last round, no problem. We'll we'll, we'll take us some Davis Mills, right? Like we'll we'll buy in because it feels like this team is slowly but surely getting a little bit better. I still feel like Devin Singletary is going to be a big part of like second half scoring like he feels like a player and no one's recording this stat but like the player that's going to have the most points in the second half of his game at the running back position give me Devin Singletary like look at week one I expect him to have a a spike week I expect him to potentially have two two total touchdowns at least they're going to be playing the Ravens I believe on the road the you know rookie QBs up against Harbaugh terrible record I want to say like six and 18 something like this so I I feel like there's going to be plenty of opportunities like that where you're just like yeah you know what they're scoring some points here and there, but they're still not a good team, you know, and there's no reason to just kill Damian Pierce. So again, thank you for saying nice things about Devin Singletary, my my fifth running back drafted here. Uh, <laughs> finishing up, Amon Ross St. Brown, Garrett Wilson, Money Stacks, uh, Jerry, Jerry Judy, Quinton Johnston, Alan Lazard, Odell Beckham Jr. Bring back to Lamar and JK, Chase Claypool, don't be surprised, double digit TDs, Puka Nakua, <clears throat> we'll see what happens. Sam Laporta, stacking with Goff, Tyler Conklin, Dawson Knox, Naked Knox. Mm. Um, I'm getting requests to do Team Ramrod's team, so I'm I'm gonna read it off to you two. You guys give it a grade, uh, or read the give text. it a ranking. You have to read the 10. text. That's his cost. What's it say? It says you better ducking uh, read my team. So nice. uh, I'm assuming okay. he meant fucking, but you know, okay, good old all right, all right. That's fair uh, <laughs> enough. That, that passes the test. I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> He's a demanding little guy. Uh, quarterbacks: Jalen Hurts. Bryce Young and Desmond Ritter, running backs, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Antonio Gibson, Khalil Herbert, Roshan Johnson, Cordero, Patterson, wide receivers, Devontae Smith, Drake London, DJ Moore, Jahan Dotson, Jonathan Mingo, Jaden Reed, and Tyquan Thornton, tight ends, Kyle Pitts, and your wide or tight end three, Chig Okonkwo. This is cheating. He just drafted players he knows that we like, so we'll say nice things. (laughs) This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I love all these players. Construction. The receivers suck. That's the answer. <laughs> this, team, this team will break because the receiver. You, you're relying on a Falcons and Bears receiver. And I, I'm not. I will say, like uh, transparently, I, I I do like Dotson. I do like the idea of Drake London. He's going too high. Same with Moore. Probably that just hard to get over the hump on that offense. And honestly, I'm not drafting enough of Mingo and Reed if they're really going to be big parts of an offense because. It, it, I don't know. Maybe I'm just reading the wrong tea leaves. So I, I would say the receivers here leave a little to be desired. And I, and, what I, you, and what are you doing taking Cordell? You got plenty of running backs. You didn't need to take Patterson over me. That wasn't- he's just fishing for compliments. Fucking Gindy. Unreal. <laughs> Unreal. Content. I like that. I do. So, like so one through that. ten, Kramer. 
uh, how do I rate this team? Yeah, 10 this, being the best, obviously. This team won't beat any of us. I predict this team Damn. will finish beneath all of us. Oh, boy. That's the opposite oh. of an eight, Gindy. That's a two. <laughs> I, you know, all right. I like your foul. I like your premise. It's almost like you read the cliff notes and didn't pay attention in class. So shit. I'm going to give you a C minus. So oh, shit. So C minus. That's like a, that's I like a six. Give it a seven. Yeah, we'll give a six. Oh, buried him. Shit. <laughs> Shadowland. <laughs> Oh, that, you, I think that that's our lowest, uh, our lowest grade to date. So, uh, Gindy oh, wow. wins the award. Damn. <laughs> Would you got, are you guys interested in the other team I drafted? Oh yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, let's it hear it. All right. So I got Josh Allen and Sam Howell, wow, Saquon Barkley, James Cook, Brian Robinson, Khalil Herbert, Tyler Algier, Kenneth Gainwell. Way better. Terry McLaurin, Drake London, Hollywood Brown, Gabe Davis stack, Michael Thomas, Zay Jones, Khalil Shakir stack, Hunter Renfro, Travis Kelsey, Dawson Knox. I'll see you in the playoffs. The the, the wide receiver, where did you get Terry at in that? Because uh, I'm curious, because uh, I drafted Terry at 40... 43. 43? 40. Yeah, I had the oh, same. Oh, okay. You. Jinx, <laughs> you owe each other a soda. So... So yeah, uh, so, I mean your your wide receivers are 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 gonna need to to pull you a little bit, but the Hunter Renfro pick was the last pick in the draft, and it was intended to be Logan okay. Thomas. Accidental auto draft didn't have Logan Thomas in the queue, but I you know I don't Hunter Renfro is gonna go somewhere and immediately be a part of an offense. I think I think Do you he, think he gets moved this off season? Still? I think so. Yeah, I think some. I, I mean, I would love it. I would love it. It doesn't seem like they're interested in using him. Like, send him somewhere where he can be deployed. I mean, there's plenty of teams that could use a slot receiver. No, absolutely. That's that's a complete wild card. That's a complete wild card. I mean, I could Chiefs. I could pick eight. Yeah, I was just I was literally just thinking to. the Chiefs. I'm like, oh my god, you can't trade him in division though. No, 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 no. That wouldn't happen. No. I would that imagine it'd be a release. I would expect like an NFC team if there was if it was going to be via trade. Mm-hmm. Well, the Giants already did some business there. He kind of they 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 have lots of slot receivers. Maybe they bring in a <laughs> add in another one, add in another one to piss us off. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I mean maybe the Saints. I don't know. Like you see an injury, you know maybe maybe Andrew is just like you know nail on the head with Mike Thomas and he gets hurt in training camp and they're just like screw it. Could be, could be. Hmm. All right, well let's head out. It was a very good episode, boss. Appreciate you coming on. Good Thank stuff. You. We got to do it more often. Cheers. And yeah, check us out. Uh, Draft day coming up. We'll start talking about that. And uh, we're all, yeah, well, come see us in person at the expo. Yeah, it's going to be good stuff. Anything that you want to peep for the, for the SGPN party? Any, any, uh, any treats? Do we have, do we have a celebrity flag football player on our team or not? I don't know. Can you confirm or deny? I don't know. We're, we're, you know, uh, Stone, Stone Labano, maybe a, a, a permanent quarterback. I, I don't know. We don't, we that's do the not, word in the streets. That's what I keep hearing in my ears is like, he, who is our he, celebrity guy? He did just say Hunter Renfro is going to be on some sort of offense. So, I mean, hey, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, what, I will say if, if it wasn't so hard to get to Canton, Ohio, but it would be a funny gimmick to get like an NFL guy out there, be like, hey, you've been invited to Canton. Canton, you want to come out? Des Bryant will be there. That's Go true. That's true. Oh. We all like everyone's gonna get to like take turns running at Dez. Like, all right, all right, it's my turn. All I'm right, just gonna give me my shot. Like you can't. You can't do that. It's legal contact. We'll lose a down. <laughs> if anyone does any dumb shit and we lose a down, I'm gonna yell at everybody. I'm gonna throw a chair. Oh, I've been training. We're we're all right. Last year there been. was a couple injuries. I I fully predict like there was an ACL tear last year. Actually, like a legit oh, ACL Jesus. tear. Jesus. 
Yeah. Well, that's what happens. This is we all the way back to the pickleball conversation. Exactly. Like, people are going to say pickleball. they're semi semi pro flag football just just in case they get hurt. Imagine Dude, having I, to be out in Canton's uh, general hospital. God, that's probably awful. Dude, uh, that may be bad, but it, you make up for it with the price of beer. The price of beer there is golden <laughs> in the hospital. Huh? Like Ryan and Sean were like, oh, no, no, I got this. I got this. I'm like. It's really not that bad. When you live in Los Angeles, traveling anywhere is a treat because it's just like, oh, wow, this is this is different. It's true. It's true. You guys smoking in a bar? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Yeah, absolutely. We got uh, we got the SGPN draft party or draft party, just a night night out party at uh, at the Fantasy Football Expo. We got uh Draft day three coming. It's going to be awesome. 24 hours of best ball drafting hosted by yours truly, Ryan and Andrew. Be sure to come back every day for more uh, daily content. Best Do not ball. forget to go order your SGP oh. lighters. Now available on the merch store. Oh, wow. Nice job, Andrew. Yeah, good plug. Uh, good, good plug there at the plugs. How much do those well, cost? Well $26.99 for the 10-pack. It's, it's a little steep, but as a man who uses a lighter every single day for, for this or that, um, it's well worth it. I'm, yeah, I'm not on the retail side of things. <laughs> <laughs> Just an idea, man. Just an idea, man. <laughs> like I was saying, every day we've got the good stuff for you. Best ball, IDP, redraft, dynasty, injury updates, come back. We got your back. Let's go. Let's ride. Take care. Be well. Be good. If can't be good, be good at it. We'll see you.